For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It is a Wednesday. Um, yesterday, I got that wrong. Ladies, um, thank you for joining us. Uh, if you are not watching us on the Red Voice Media Network, you need to be watching us every night, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you don't know too much about the Red Voice Media Network, let me let me, let me me break it down for you. They're making a whole lot of big changes in with conservative voices and the conservative movement. Yes, there there are a lot of there are a lot of shows over there, a lot of different points of view. There are no talking points, and you can have your fill. Just go to um, redvoicemedia.com, click on uh, subscribe for premium content. If you use the promo code Wayne. You can get premium content. That's everybody that's on there. You, um, if they have extra new videos and what, it's, it's almost like Fox Nation, but cheaper. And plus, we don't lie to the American people. Let me introduce my milk toast. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna. Uh, you caught that too. <laughs> Let me introduce my president attacks former press secretary. <laughs> my, my For lying. I doubt my real toast co host, Hutch Bailey Jr. and um, JR. Lovey, everything is doing fine. Over here. I'm just enjoying my milk toast with my coffee. <laughs> let me let me ask you something. Let, let, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Let me ask y'all because y'all are white men. Let me ask you something. Y'all get offended if somebody call you milk toast? If somebody calls me milk toast, I'm not milk toast. I know what it is though. Okay, what is it? Tell me, tell me, because I I don't know. I'm I'm a brother from the hood. I don't know anything. Mean, Tim Scott, <laughs> but the white version. <laughs> I, okay. All right. I got where, you. Where, where the term came from is when you used to sop your toast in milk to get it all soggy and really? well, what's up with the Q U E in the milk? Uh, who knows? It's probably the English spelling or something. Yeah. Listen, 
Uh, <laughs> agree with me or not? I'm going to put this out there. Agree with me or not? Hutch, since, because, you know, the baby right over here, don't, right? Yeah, the, the, ba the baby right here, don't worry. Ever since we got into this, this whole thing, the conservative movement has gotten sissified. Yes or no? I think that a lot of it has because a lot of them aren't really conservative. But I think one thing that it did do is it brought more people like us out. If that makes, because I don't think before, before this, before the last 10 years, there was Rush Limbaugh and that was it. Yeah. Pretty much. Now there's a, an army of, I mean, a lot of people are opportunistic, you know, maybe they're not, don't have their hearts in it like some do, but uh, I think that the official Republican Party has gotten sissified. Yes, Jr. You've seen you you you're all over social media and whatnot. You've seen some of these responses about Kaylee. Um, I mean, these people coming out like Have like um, Troy, man. I mean, I mean, <laughs> like like well, um, Achilles and Troy. I mean, these coming out. These people are coming out against Donald Trump, saying, "Leave her alone." So, so here's what's funny to explain what happened. Donald Tr Kaylee misquoted a poll that, of course, favored DeSantis 10% more than what the poll was. Donald Trump called her out and called Kaylee McEnany a milk toast commentator and, and insulted her. And people, people rushed to defend her and, and MAGA folks were like, whatever. Here was the equivalency I drew. And this is where the... This is where conservatives are dishonest is and not all conservatives, but like the Republican establishment. Kaylee McEnany works for the enemy. Let's make no doubt about it. Fox News is not supporting everyday Americans that are watching this show. That's why you subscribe to things like Red Voice Media, like they support our values. And if Kaylee McEnany came out today and said, I'm going to be a spokesperson for Bud Light, we would all rail on her because yeah. we've all said Bud Light's not okay. They don't stand for our values. You shouldn't be endorsing them. She's making the conscious choice to draw her paycheck from a news network that does not support the MAGA movement, does not support everyday Americans, the people that watch this show. And so any criticism she gets, fair game. It doesn't matter what you did a month ago, a year ago, two years ago, you know. The and CEO so, yeah. of that of that news agency had had DeSantis and his wife at his house and said, we will support you. That was two years ago. Right. This woman, she didn't mis misrepresent anything. She lied for yep. the DeSantis campaign is what she did. Right. That, let's let's be clear about that. The poll was published. She said 25 points. It was 36 points. Right. You lied. You're done. You got caught. Just admit it. Just go work for DeSantis. And for yeah. anybody who's mad about that, what do you expect the guy to do? And, and, and it's something because, okay, I'm sure you knew after, if you might not have known during the program, you knew after that it was wrong. Like Hutch said, and like, and like, Jared, just come out on your social media. Hey, guess what? I was wrong about it. I made a mistake. Sorry about that. But she, but what a lot of people in con, um, in politics do, uh, especially if they get a whole lot of uh, 
defense from people on social media, they'll sit back in a corner and play victim. They won't say anything. They'll let the people come out and, 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 you know, they'll, they'll, they'll soak up that victimness as if, yeah, yeah. But you know, you know what I'm talking about? As if it's a virtue. Barack Obama did it all the time. You remember? I mean, the whole, the whole early part of his campaign, everybody was talking about his policies and stuff. And he just relegated himself to the, to the corner while yep. all those women came out and you, you can't talk about him and his racist and all that stuff. And that's how he jumped ahead. Let me, let, um, let me play this because I know a lot of our, um, and, and, and I know it's, you know, people say things before the election, you know, they, they, uh, they, they, are, they pick their own candidates, you know, like some of these people um, chose Jeb Bush and they went over liberal period. Okay. But um, some people chose Ted Cruz and then they joined Donald Trump. Okay. We know people say things during the primary season. So what you're getting ready to hear, I guess you can take it with a grain of salt, but maybe she really meant it in the first place, but this is Kaylee and Donald Trump still hired her after all this. How sick of polls are people in New Hampshire right now? Uh, probably very sick, especially when they see that Donald Trump is number two and doesn't deserve to be there. Look, the GOP doesn't need to be turning away voters and isolating them. We need to be bringing them into the tent. Mm. Donald Trump is the last person who's going to do that. I think that the stance of most Republicans is we've got to plug the border, but I think the mainstream Republican does not want to send the illegal immigrant back to Mexico. I think that they're here to stay. That's not the American way. We're not going to ship people across the border. There has to be some path to citizenship. Donald Trump has shown himself to be a showman. I don't think he's a serious candidate. Kaylee, <laughs> this is your guy. He's number two in the polls. Hey, I don't want to claim this guy. I, Donald Trump, if we're going to be honest, is a progressive. He supports eminent domain. Uh, he's supported tax increases before. He's donated 300000 to Democratic candidates. So the fact that the Republican Party is now having to claim him is both unfortunate and, to me, inauthentic, because this is not a true Republican candidate. And the fact that he's being portrayed as such in media is troublesome and not accurate. You wanted the definition of milk toast, <laughs> right? <laughs> we don't want to have to send them back. We might hurt their feelings, <laughs> right? <laughs> the man has not been—he's not been put on a pedestal for his hiring preferences. <laughs> no, he hasn't. But at least he still hired her. Well, she she was great for what she did. Yeah. You know, you don't need to believe what you're saying to go out there and effectively deliver the message. That is true. That is true. You just I mean, read you just read what they give you and move right. on. Move on. And that and really in a nutshell, that's all they do. Yeah. From morning to night. Yeah. On both right. sides of the camera. Yep. Yep. They get they get their information. Uh they, they, they get their book. Where 20 and 30 people are adding pages every day. They have those tabs on it. Oh, you're talking about Russia. Um, the administration's position on Russia is that we um, condemn the wait, wait. we condemn the tragic loss of and 
then they get mad when and they uh, and they rip Kareem Jean Pierre off because her book ain't got nothing in it. Right? No, 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 no. She flips some pages and never comes out with anything. Well, oh, oh no! Look, this is Corinne. Now, um, Kaylee came up with stuff. Kaylee, I mean, um, she had a hell um, of a binder. Corinne, Corinne is like, I'm gonna have to refer you to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there ain't nothing in that book, right? I'm gonna it's have like to a refer you book. to <laughs> the Pentagon. <laughs> I'm gonna have to refer you to the, the DOJ. <laughs> It's so funny watching the press conferences. Go back and watch how they treated Kaylee and then watch how they treat John Pierre. Like they'll ask her a question, she'll just flat out stonewall. They'll be like, okay, thanks. Kaylee will like say, Yeah, we're not gonna answer that. And then like 35 people, ah, answer the question. Ah. You want to watch yeah. something, Jay? Watch watch uh Sam Donaldson interviewing Reagan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 boy. Yep. Mr. Spock. <laughs> yeah he now he was, he was nasty yeah oh yeah he, he was an alien chris christie is jumping into the race next the rotund next week. rhino yeah he's jumping into race and you know what you know what it tells me about about ron DeSantis? he's going he's going back to be a governor and 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 i tell you that because you have so many people now in the race you have so right. now now it's super cluttered it is super cluttered right two now. Two stage material. Yes, it, um, yes. It, I mean, I, I thought about that too. It's going to be two stages again. Um, the only problem, I mean, the only person that probably won't be there is Donald Trump. But it will be two stages. He'll <laughs> probably be like, "Y'all figure out who wants to run against me." Can we do this on a Zoom? Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Christie is the one that gave us um, Ray, Chris Ray, and you know what? Too. Look, I was going to wait until later. And I know I'm jumping all over the place because because hold on, there's a whole lot of stuff we need to talk about. Oh my gosh! But um, Chris Ray was supposed to deliver some papers, or was supposed to deliver some information to the House. He ignored him again. He ignored him again. Here's my question to both of you, because I have to find. Oh, here, wait, hold on. I have to. Let me see if this. Okay, great. I don't have to leave now. I I have a I have this thing that will charge up my phone. Okay, here, here's my question to both of my milk toast. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm playing with y'all. I love, I love my dudes, man. I love my dudes. I do. Um, the question is this: Is the FBI? A major problem. Are they that rogue? Thousand percent. That we that that they are now a danger to the U.S. government. Yes. JFK got killed because he was wanted to blow up the deed state and scatter it to the wind. CIA, right, right. Yeah, CIA, FBI's looped in there too now after the Patriot Act, and it's gotten a hundred, a thousand times worse than what he was talking about the 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 danger is the republicans in the senate right the danger is right there we had a chance to get them in december and mitch mcconnell voted against that right right they're the only this is the thing you look back at all the stuff they've done almost went there all the stuff all the stuff they've done 
in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And the freaking Senate, every single time, gave them more money than the year before. Right. They can't operate without that money. That's the only way to stop them. Right. You know, well, unless, and- you, unless you fire them. And who knows? The director of the FBI just said, no, I'm not giving you the document right. to Congress. What if they say, no, we're not leaving? Yeah. Come yeah, and, and get us. And, and to explain to people what's Come happening, right. the the Senate is asking, or the House uh, committee is asking for the Joe Biden corruption documents, basically. And they're just saying, no, we're not going to send them. Yeah. And, I mean, they set the precedent with guys like Bannon and that sort of thing that they should be criminally tried. And, that's exactly right. And that's, and why, that's where Republicans need to go. That's why I get so mad about this J6 milk toast stuff. Right. You know, why aren't they done it? Because that's setting the precedent for putting Trump in jail. Right. It's all it's all a big plan. It's all everything is out the window. Miles Guo, no free speech, no bail, no representation. Our Justice Department is communist now. Right. Yeah. Within the last couple of years. The the reason why I asked you both to that question because I was like, okay, you can basically um he pulled uh Eric uh what's his name? What's the former DOJ's Eric uh Holder? He pulled an Eric Holder. Yeah he pulled he pulled um he he pulled some more Democrat moves by not even answering him, you know. And I know the guy from um the house the house oversight committee Comer said that he's going to hold him in contempt. And the problem is... What's that mean? Right, exactly. Right. What does that mean contempt? from a Republican side? Because we know what it means from the Democrat side. They're going to have hearings in the, in the what you call it, um, 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 BS hearings. I see, I almost did it too. BS hearings and uh, one-sided hearings. Republicans can at least do some. I mean, look, Republicans came out yesterday. I have to say, Republicans came out yesterday and talked about this debt thing. And I, I mean, I was like, God damn boy, they they look good doing that until they, they Massey really voted for the rule, right? And I, and I watched Massey later on in the afternoon, but he wasn't with them though. He wasn't with them yesterday afternoon. However, the Republicans came out. The House Republicans. I was getting ready to say. <laughs> chapstick lady no no that used to be a, a a word used back in the slave in the slave times about um black people that worked in the house and they used to call them house um thing gross yeah and i was getting ready to call the ones that came out yesterday and supported the build a house negroes um <laughs> but um they came out in support of the bill right uh, they came out and said this is the biggest federal deficit cut that we have ever had and i said you know what you're right you probably could say that with um three dollars too because the federal government don't cut nothing they don't cut anything so you know if you say that you're gonna cut a, a trillion dollars over 10 years you know so what 10 years and that, and I know we've said this on the show a few times too. When you hear that ten year stuff, that's BS too. Every that's time when you hear, oh, um, uh, uh, the bill lasts for ten years, yeah, 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 whatever. That means that 
they get what they want on the front end, and then they all that bull crap stuff and is on the back end. But by that time, they've already changed everything. You know what I'm saying? So, and you know, this, this is it's pretty big. I I found something this morning getting ready for the show. A little short piece that mm-hmm. kind of sums this up a little bit. Joni Erst is having a roast and ride, right? She's having some kind of campaign event, and she invited Ron DeSantis. In Iowa? Yeah, it's called Joni's Roast and Ride. And this little short thing, Porculus, Ernst rides with Ron. In the annals of Freudian graphic design, the apropos logo is one for the history books. As one of the qualified diversity, equity, and inclusion spokespeople for Mitch McConnell's Decepticon group, Joni Erst has always had a very specific role to play. Today, she announces Ron DeSantis is joining the Porculus Parade, an apropos name for a port-filled United States, this this is the important part, a port-filled United States budgetary process that has replaced regular order since FY2008. That's correct, folks. All these debt ceiling arguments, continuing resolutions, stopgap spending bills, and generally corrupt uniparty spending outcomes are the result of Congress dropping the budgetary process after FY2008. For the past 15 years in a row, specifically as part of the Obama fundamental change process, the budgetary order in the U.S. government has been eliminated. And that's true. And it's uh, it's a shame. I, and I, I know that there were some of those people that were talking about, oh, but it's the first time we have a chance at budgetary order. That's your Massey approach. And I don't know if it's true or not. I don't. We do have to get... If we don't think about this, since that 2008, think how many trillions of dollars have been spent and we don't know where $1 went. Right? Yeah, sure. Here's the tricky thing, too, and it, it'll it kind of tie into critique of Trump in his first four years. Trump did things in his first four years planning on getting another four years. He was always kind of thinking, like, what do I got to do for re-election? And these politicians, like, you're in the House. Your job, your contract is two years. So you've got to get as much done in those two years as possible, because two years later, if the Democrats take control of the House, they put in their own rules package, they do their own budgets, whatever you have after those two years is out the window. So, like, this is your chance to make a stand. This is your chance to push back on spending. This is your chance to do all those things. And if you want to do a half measure and say, well, then we can have our new rules package. Well, that's only guaranteed to go for another year. Like what's that get us long-term? Yeah. Um, Chip, Chip, um, Chip Roy. um, He's even pissed. He's always pissed and he's always pissed for a good reason, but you know, I just don't like um, what he's doing with um, DeSantis and Trump. But you know, that's 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 up to you know, that's on him. You know, whatever whatever he chooses to vote for and uh, support, he can do that. Let me. Um, it it's just that his arguments are so great or so good, and it's like, you know, he came out and uh, used Donald Trump's milk toast words against um, Kaylee last night as a joke. You know, kind of, yeah, you got caught built toast by Donald Trump. You know, but you know, yesterday afternoon, he really lit it up. I I, I have to admit, (laughs) I would pay to just watch him for 
a whole afternoon on house floor because that's how good he is when he's calling out. Now, he also calls out the Republicans too. That's something that a whole lot of other people don't do. Now, but he does it in a in the house floor when when nobody's there. Clip but might yeah, make C-SPAN, you know. You know. But uh, I mean yesterday he was Let me be very clear. Not one Republican should vote for this deal. It is a bad deal. No one sent us here to borrow an additional $4 trillion to get absolutely nothing in return. But at best, if I'm being really generous, a spending freeze for a couple of years. That's it. That's about what you get. And frankly, you're going to make things worse. And my Democratic colleagues know it. That's why they're supporting it. Mm-hmm. That's why they're going around gleeful. Like, there's a reason our Democrat colleagues support this. There's a reason that Mitt Romney supports this. <laughs> there's a reason that Bill Crystal supports this. <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> I was hoping that this was going to be the one where he caught him out. Because yesterday when I was watching it, and he caught out Mitt Romney. I looked at everybody in the back, and they couldn't stop laughing when he caught out Mitt Romney. That's why they're going around gleeful. Like, there's a reason our Democrat colleagues support this. There's a reason that Mitt Romney supports this. There's a reason that Bill Crystal supports this. It's all the same stuff. There's a reason that our conservative allies are opposing it roundly. The Club for Growth scoring against it. The Heritage Foundation, scoring against it. Freedom Works, scoring against it. Ron DeSantis, publicly opposed. President Trump said he thought we should default rather than pursue this kind of lunacy. At the end of the day, the only person that would default in this town is Joe Biden, unless Republicans default on the American dream by voting for this bad bill. That is why this group will oppose it. We will continue to fight it today, tomorrow, and no matter what happens, there's going to be a reckoning about what just occurred unless we stop this bill by tomorrow. <laughs> Motion to vacate. <laughs> right. But, you, you know what's what's too yeah. bad is it's it's really unfortunate that there weren't three independent voices on podcasts talking about back when the House Speaker thing was going on, supporting people like Matt Gates to not nominate Kevin McCarthy because we totally saw this coming. Like, right. it's a shame nobody was saying that, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. And it's a shame that the whole Republican Party's not up there. That's right. why I'm not a Republican anymore. Yeah. It sounds like more Republicans are for that than are against it. Yeah, only 38 are voting against it. And how, how many do we have? Is it like 218 or something? Yeah. Yeah, so you figure, if my math is right, 218, so 180 are voting for it. And think of this. It's going to add a minimum of $4 trillion to the deficit. A minimum. A, a number minimum. A number that you never, ever, ever heard in politics until we stopped the budgetary process. Right. right. Yeah. And I never mean, heard budgets, that word. I trillion. thought it was a fake word. I did, too. Trillion? I mean, come right. on. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's out of bounds. That's That's right. way off. That's like you know, saying a gazillion. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. And they're probably but, and think of that: thirty-one trillion, four trillion is over ten percent. So we're going to increase our debt by over ten percent. Let's in let's the next tell you what, what four trillion is: four thousand billion. Think of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's I, not I'm, a real number. No. There's not that much money in the world. No, it's not. That you could grab up and put in a bag. I mean, it's, it's not. just not. It's not. And They're you know, fantasizing. And you wonder, like, how big does the debt need to get until it collapses? You know? And that's the point. That's the end game. Right. right. How big? Yeah. How big? How big? does the debt need to get and how can you support an organization that supports that and that is right. your gop they support it by 180 to 30 right you know? that's insane and every omnibus that ever came across their desks i think um we got to get rid of this party yeah and i ain't lying man i'm, I'm tired of this game i think Looking at the way things are right now, that it is going to pass because oh, the Democrats are going to vote for it. Yeah. So, right. um, um, although some of the hardcore ones are against it, like Cortez, Bishop. Yeah, you only right. need thirty some though. Exactly, and plus, I mean, whatever the Republican number is, it votes no. That's how many Democrats you need to vote yes. Yeah. And frankly, the Democrats would be foolish not to vote for it. It gives them like ninety percent of everything they wanted. Yeah. Believe me, they, I mean, uh, McCarthy can get 50, 50 votes. Oh, yeah. Well, to, 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 yeah, to knock this thing over. Um, oh, I thing. think he'll get over 100. Right, Democrat. right. But, I mean, right. But he doesn't need 100 because right. uh, if you take away the, on the Freedom Caucus, he can get 20, 30 votes on the Democrat side and this thing's done. Yep. Uh, but now, but, uh, you know, you can get removed about, too. That's that's where the issue is. And he won't get Everybody. removed. He won't. Well, how, how does that vote go? Does it both parties? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because um, because both parties were, um, well, you're talking about a, a long, a long night again. I'll bet because you that. I don't know. I mean, don't you think enough Hakeem Jeffries would jump in and vote to get rid of him? Or you think they'd be afraid you get something harder? They would probably vote for Hakeem, though. That's, that's no, but it wouldn't. That wouldn't be the question. Yeah, first they would do the, the motion question to would vacate. Be what, yeah, yeah. Do you, should we vacate or not? And then once they vacate, then you hold another House election. I guess my point is he'll never get vacated unless Democrats vote for it. Right. Because there's too many rhinos in there. Wish they would. Wish they would, but um, they would do it just to upset the House. Yeah, I agree. They would put it, put it in chaos. Let them not do anything. Yep, exactly. Because at this point, we would be better off if they did nothing. We'd yeah. be better off yeah. if they did that for the last 20 years, all the mess they've gotten us into. <laughs> right. It'd be well worth paying their salary. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we look, we um we been so much into this that we even forgot to take our break here on the Red Voice Media Network. So Oops. <laughs> We're all fired up today. Hutch is dropping S bomb. Wayne almost swears. Yeah, well, you know, what can you say with both of my milk toast co-hosts? Um, That's right. It's bull beep. <laughs> we get ready to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have more about what's going on with debt. What's going on with uh, Kaylee, Donald Trump? Uh, we're going to look at some of your questions. So put put them in the chat. On Rumble, on uh, Facebook, on Getter. If you have questions for us, leave them. We will be right back. Hutch Baylor Jr., Wayne Dupree, J.R. Robinson here on the Wayne Dupree Podcast. The Coffin Brothers will be right back. 
Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wayne Dupree Podcast, along with J.R. Robinson and the godfather of conservative radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, we talked, we unwrapped a whole lot in that first uh, half an hour of the um, program, but I don't want you to be confused about what's going on. Uh, real quick, uh, a, a lot of people are, a lot of people online are, are, are complaining. As a matter of fact, um, I'm going to read you something. Um, a lot of people are online are complaining about Donald Trump calling Kaylee McEnany uh, milk toast, milk toast, yeah. uh, in his true social posts and whatnot. I really don't care. I really don't know. Um, but I did tweet out something earlier, and I run it past my guys. Here's the thing. I've been watching... I've been watching the American white. Uh, hmm. I've been watching the American white voter 
be canceled over the last oh man, 10, 15 years. And watching it, because I'm not colorblind. I used to say that, but I'm going to tell you why later. But I'm not colorblind. I see colors. It just doesn't matter to me. Um, but in watching white people get canceled by other white people, I think it's ironic. I do because there are a lot of, you know, my boy, my boys here complain about it. Rightfully so. They don't want to be canceled. They don't, they don't want to be. And, and I get, I mean, I agree 100% with them, but the black voter has been canceled for years, decades by the Democrats. And Republicans that just don't give a damn. And in watching, I mean, now, this is me. This is not my coach. This is me. I'm telling you from my perspective. A person that has probably had to not say anything for a while so that um, so that he wouldn't get a backlash. But right now, I just don't give a good guy darn. I really don't. Um, because with all this canceling, that's why the LGBT community has been able to rise. That's why the transmissioners have been able to rise. That's why the government has been taken over by the CCP. That's why um, uh, um, communities have been hijacked. Is because we haven't really been able to be truthful to each other about what's going on in this country. Watching the cancellation of white people today, I'm like, when... When I hear them talk about it, when I hear them on, when I look at the social media stuff and I mean, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Y'all right. Y'all right. But guess what? We were saying that about us for a long time. We were saying that about us and many people were saying, oh, y'all stop complaining. Y'all stop complaining. Y'all got this and y'all got that. Y'all got that. Stop complaining. That's what black people heard. Black voters. That's what they have heard for a long time. Y'all got that. Y'all look, they look, everything is even. Don't y'all complaining. Okay, all right, bro. But see, what they didn't see is that black people saw the illegals coming into this were shut um, being being um, rolled in on first class and being put over them. And they were yelling, they you were yelling out. Look at all this. Well, you know, hey, if you vote for the Democrat Party, that's what you get. Oh, okay, okay. But now, white people, well, white, white Republicans, I'm not going to say white Democrats just yet. Well, well, poor, poor white Democrats, maybe. But I'm not going to say all white people yet. Just the, the white men that, just the white men that like women. And, right. and white women that are traditional. They're being canceled. White men are being pushed out with the racism, white supremacy thing. White women are being pushed out by the transmissions. And all I can do is just sit here and watch. I'm like, uh-huh. what are y'all going to do? Because I know what we've tried to do for years. Well, I, I know one thing. What is are y'all going to do? There's a storm coming right now. <laughs> And it's going to be in the lower income communities of our country. They're about getting ready to be taken over. 
They're getting ready to blow up? Where do you think these immigrants are going to live? They're not going to live in Beverly Hills, not for long. Yeah. They're going to live in the poorest communities of this country. And people that live there now are about ready to get blasted. But, well, then let me throw something to both y'all with that one. Because along with these immigrants come their defense system called MS-13. You're right. I think about this all the time. I think about <laughs> I told my wife the other day on the street. We were driving down the street, and my, my street's getting more Mexican every day. Yeah. And I said, what's going to happen when La M.A.? is running the organized crime here. Mm-hmm. What's, what's going to happen when the Mexican mafia takes over the Pittsburgh government? And they're, and they're worse than the on-street gangs. They are. And it happens every time. It's not something, it's predictable. <laughs> it happened with the Irish. It happened with the Jews. It happened with the Italians. It happened with the Russians. It happens with every new ethnic group that comes into the United States. And it always has. Well, and I think you're approaching a point where the poor black community inner city impoverished community and the poor white community look at each other and go, you know what? We've got a lot more in common than the black community does with the white liberals and that the poor white people have it with the establishment Republicans. And that's why they always try to keep us apart and keep us fighting each other over stupid stuff is because if, if the poor folk looked at each other and said like, we are the enemy against the elite, not against each other. Like we can have disagreements like that would, that would overthrow everything, which is what they're afraid of. You want to hear something funny along those lines, you know, who has the most in common with Trump supporters, Bernie Sanders supporters, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For if they, they have different solutions. The Sanders supporters think the government can solve everything. And right. the MAGA people say, just let's reduce that government thing. Let's come back. Let's come back to this in just a second. Um, someone just sent me a video and I wanted to play for my boys. Just the words. I knew what this was about, but let me play for my boys. Watch my boys' faces. <laughs> what? Watch my milk toast boys' faces. Uh, yeah. Look, look, <laughs> oh, I hope this is this the Simon Alba video. No, no, no. This is. Oh. This is this is gonna bring Donald. This might bring Donald. This might bring Donald Trump back on Twitter. I don't know. Newly declared presidential candidate Ron DeSantis kicked off his first campaign tour beginning in Iowa Tuesday and stepped up to his attacks on Donald Trump. In remarks to the press after the main event, the Florida governor showed less restraint than he has before on the former president, who is his main opponent within the Republican Party suggesting Trump had become less conservative on issues like immigration, COVID policy, and federal spending. He said, quote, unfortunately, he has decided to move left on some of these issues, <laughs> calling Trump's recent attacks on him detached from reality, and that, quote, I think he's doing it in a way that the voters are going to side with me. No, Ron, Tuesday's event so. was at a packed church in Western Des Moines. <laughs> Earlier, the candidate had said the nation was on the wrong track. We can see it and we can feel it. Our southern border has collapsed. The Mexican drug cartels have more control over what goes on at the border than our own United States government. Look at the economy. The Biden- I'll, I'll leave it like that. Um, so you're going to call President Trump left. Okay. 
you know, you can tell when a guy's reading. Yeah. That's not his thoughts. That's not his. He never thought that somebody gave him that paper and said, read this. You know, and we can bring the receipts for that. If you remember, was it last week when we talked about the DeSantis kickoff high-priced influencer event where there was a 42-minute leak video? We shared the clip on one of the things where somebody recorded it, and they flat out said they're going to attack Trump on the right in the primary and then move to the middle in the general. Like, that's their plan. They stood on a stage with thousands of people and Mm -hmm. said, this is what we're going to do. And you know the funny part about that? It's been Carl Rowe's plan for 50 years. They haven't adjusted it at all. Right. It's been like that forever. The only guy that even came close besides Trump was Reagan to being conservative. The rest of those people were all phony, every one of them. Right. And, but, I mean, we can't be surprised. It's so no. funny because people, like, forget that, like, Ron, like, we gave you the information. You could listen to it yourself. Here's where their attack's going to be, whether it's true or not. And they're not telling the truth. Like, th- like these are not going to be Ron's positions. Go on his website if you haven't and tell me what you think of his policies that he puts on his on there. Yeah, yeah I mean. <laughs> OK, fine. You, I mean, I, yeah, I, I told you we're here for this. Yeah, we, we 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 are here for this. If that if that's where you want to go, um, just, just think back, Wayne. Think back to 2015. It's yes. the same exact thing. It is. It's, it it's is. Glenn Beck sitting up there in his studio right. saying that Trump is Hitler and, and and Jesus is on Ted Cruz's side. You know, I mean, just remember back. Well, and and I mean, just to explain it, I just pulled up RonDeSantis.com. It's his official campaign site. So if you announce running for president, you would have policy prescriptions. You would have where your stance is on some of the major issues. His tabs, first one, feed. Second, join the team. Third, volunteer. Fourth, shop. Fifth, donate. Okay, so there's nothing there. Events, meet Ron, meet Casey DeSantis, press Mm -hmm. and media, and work with us. So he's very concerned about raising money. He has no concerns about actually sharing his policy prescriptions with the American people. And that's going to be really thin in the primary because he doesn't want to lay out like he doesn't want to say we need to support Ukraine, which is where he stands, I believe, because then he's going to be held to that in the general. That's the beauty of Trump. It'll come out. Oh, yeah. Oh, get him on a stage. That's the thing, though. We need to get Donald Trump on the stage, and with and with these um, court cases and stuff like that. I bet you dollar the donuts that they're waiting to see when when they when the debates are going to be, and then they're going to schedule the court cases. You know, I'm glad you I'm glad you came back to that because I had a thought that I didn't say. Mm-hmm. You asked if the FBI was was a danger to the United yep. States government, the United yep. States. Yep. What senator or congressman in their right mind would challenge an FBI FBI director that just put a president in prison? Right, 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 right. No, you're right. And I think that's by design. I was thinking about I was thinking about the FBI though thing last night. I was like, man, they're becoming more powerful big time than 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 we ever imagined. If they can just just turn their noses up to Congress and it's like, what power? Okay. Guess what? 
who's going to force them? Right. Even if you give them a contempt, who's going to force them to show up? Right. Biden? Biden? I mean, they work you're for gonna Biden. Send a, you're going to send the Capitol Police to the FBI headquarters? To the FBI? <laughs> it's man. a secret police, man. Well, that's why, like, we're in really dangerous times, and people yeah. don't realize yeah. that if... I mean, Donald Trump is facing 32 felony counts in New York City. With a kangaroo court. Right. For essentially for like a paperwork error. Yeah. Like the, the leader of the free world who is running to be the leader of the free world again, 32 felony counts and, for paperwork. And look at the look at the, the, the playing field. Look at what they did. You guys all saw the summer. Uh, of 2020 and the riots and the burning down of federal buildings and the lighting of cars and shooting of retired police captains and murder all over the place. And then you saw the uprising on January 6th. Who's in prison for three years? Mm -hmm. Why well, people take, in BLM. Let's take a more recent example. Remember that U-Haul truck that smashed into the barricade trying to charge yeah. the White House? Charge and then when they took out the flag, there was the Nazi flag that was laid on the ground with the pitcher. That guy, for driving a U-Haul, attempting to attack the White House, he didn't serve any jail time, and all charges are dropped. You They're remember lose control of this country, boy. You remember what happened to the the woman that um, um, did that during the Obama administration? Got murdered. She got shot at. Yep. <laughs> she got didn't killed. He? Yeah. By the guards, <laughs> right, right. My guards. This one, yo, go ahead. Because he's the, looking like Vivek Ramaswamy coming. I saw you. that. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, we we're just talking about the FBI, and you know, I I got to throw this in there. Um, who's our ally? <laughs> CCP. Yeah. The did CCP. you see? Did you see what the? You remember that lady that accused Biden of molesting her? Terry. So what she went the, to Russia. What the f is going I, on? With I that? don't know, man. I don't know. But you know, I had another thought going through my head as that story was coming, and that was that was uh, Lindsey Graham, one of the single senators from South Carolina. It was him. The other one, he, he, yeah. When he said kind of <laughs> ebony and ivory there. But, uh, Ebony <laughs> and Ivory. See, we have fun with it, ladies and gentlemen. Come together in perfect <laughs> harmony. <laughs> we're, we're not stiff, milk toast types. Uh, but anyway, you made me forget what I was. Oh, so Lindsey <laughs> Graham says this is the best money that we've ever spent because Russians are dying. That's what he said. And I That's wanted to, I wanted to get on Twitter and make a public freaking announcement, dude. You do not speak for me. Oh, oh, oh! You I do put not that, speak for me, oh, godless did. individual. I, me too. I did too. I did too. I, I said nope, nope, nope. That is, you know, and that's a yeah. shame. Me. When more and more and more, and it's not just Russia. Yeah. More and more and more, I side with Eastern Europe than I do with Western Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I would rather. I mean, honestly, I'd rather watch them than watch the stuff that's over here in this country. Yeah. I mean, um, Victor Orbain, and yeah. you know, our guest yesterday was a keynote speaker at CPAC in Budapest. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, um, the reason why I said uh, if, um, the FBI's allies to CCP is because, first off, both of them control Twitter. And Miles yep. is still in prison. And my, yeah, and then Miles is still in prison. 
Well, wait a minute. You they control Twitter? Yeah. The FBI is not going to give up that resource. It's Twitter. They're not. No. And, why do you think they're telling you to take TikTok down? Yeah. Because that's the competition. Yep. Right. And um, uh, who is uh, Elon is over there, uh, lap dogging it with his um, Chinese um, counterpart. And guess what? And none of y'all say nothing about it. Nobody said anything about it. Y'all elevated him to God status, and now he's over with China right now. And y'all should be, hey, yo, yo, man, what's going on? And look, you know what? Did I say this? Let's see. Did I say this? I might have told I might have told you, Hutch, or maybe, or maybe I told you, Jr. I think I told you. What Elon did to AOC, I don't agree with AOC. Yeah, you were talking about that last night. I don't I don't agree with AOC's political. But what he did to AOC in highlighting her parody account <laughs> and putting that above her account, I was like, what if that happens to us? You disagree with him. That's CEO uh that he <laughs> what if that happened explain what happened to regular people? You know, the it's fun, like the, you're funny done. Part, the funny part about that was the statement she put out on Twitter, and then yeah, he but, retweeted it like the parody account put the same tweet out. I know, but <laughs> yeah, so so there's this dude named Dennis on Twitter who makes parody accounts and he changes his name to to like AOC, blah, blah, blah. And he makes it the name long so that on the regular Twitter view, you don't see the part where it says parody. And then yeah. he tweets stupid stuff like he's that person. And he's done like four or five different people. He's got about 150,000 followers. So he started, changed his name and he started parodying AOC a few days ago. And he was tweeting stuff like, like, we need transgender reparations. I'm submitting a bill and things like that. And it was Is he verified? He's he's very he was, right. He was canceled. He was his his account was suspended, right for for a few years. Yeah, is he and then, oh, I don't know. Uh, I think he is verified, but yeah, every it, time he changes his name, he loses his check. But yeah, Elon retweeted him. It comes back though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's uh, I mean, I think as long as parody's labeled correctly, I think it can be kind of funny. Um, but that one. He does it where you can't tell. I'm following really this, looking. I'm following this thing called AOC Press Room or that, something. That's like that. the one. That's, that's, that's the one. Account. And I, I mean, I thought it was for real. I thought it was AOC's press thing. Even with the parody in there, I, I was like, okay, well, is this is this real or is it's not? You know, I you know, I gotta I gotta question. I have to question myself on it, but. You know, again, he's over there in China right now. Um, he's um, uh, chop suey, you know, and and you know all, all that stuff over there with um, the Chinese. I'm unknown the CCP right now. So when I look at um, the FBI and that question, I ask all I, my boys, and I, you know, I even ask y'all, and we can look at some of the comments when we come back from break, but. Do you think the FBI is getting so big that they might be uncontrollable in a couple of years? Well, and yeah. as you as you think of all that, think of President Trump. 
he has been under investigation and criminal allegations and everything since 2016. That mm. entire apparatus, the, the three-letter soup agencies, all knew there was nothing to Russiagate, and they, yet they kept going. Joe Biden has had more evidence presented against him for a credible case than Trump, with virtually zero happening to him. And you got to look at where, where Trump came from, uh, New York City. The, the reason that everybody knew Trump was because of the local media in New York City. Yeah. They followed every move that man made for the last 40 sure years. Sure and when he got into the presidency, the FBI was like, damn, we ain't got nothing on this guy. He's already completely 100% vetted yeah. by the New York press. You know, so we're lucky to have a guy like that. It'd be nice to uh, get him over the finish line. Whether or not we can do that, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Wayne Dupree, Hutch Bailey Jr., J.R. Robinson, we'll be right back. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wayne Dupree podcast, along with a conservative godfather, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr., and the always ready Mr. J.R. Robinson. 
Um, you know, we were talking about you know, talking about Ron DeSantis earlier. Uh, Ron DeSantis is back in the headlines. Yeah, that's right. He is. It's about uh, changing your tone a little bit with former President Trump. I don't believe you mentioned him here by name tonight, but does this mean you're going to be a bit more aggressive with campaigning against him? So look, going I'm going to respond to uh, attacks. I mean, if if you say Cuomo did a better job with COVID than Florida did, first of all, that's not what he used to say. This is like new, like six months ago, he would have never said that, right? He used to say how great Florida was. Hell, his whole family moved to Florida under my governorship. Are you kidding me? Um, so, so some of this stuff, I think, is look. If someone is saying that, I am gonna, I am gonna counterpunch. I'm gonna fight back on it. I'm gonna focus my fire on Biden. And I think he should do the same. He gives Biden a free pass. Um, I'm focusing on Biden. That's my focus. The nope. message, I think, for spring breakers Toast. is that the party's over in Florida. Um, we're, you're not going to be able to congregate on any beach in the state. Bars are closed, so you're not going to have a place to congregate there. So we would just tell those folks, you know, maybe come back next year when things are better. Uh, but that is not what we're looking for here in the state of Florida. Every single beach uh, will have to abide by the CDC guidelines. No more than 10 people. You have to be socially distant. Not every <clears throat> beach is going to remain open, but, but some will. Well, people are being, they're, they're being very mindful. A lot of folks are really taking this seriously, and we thank them. That was Ron Santos. You know, um, Trump needs to call him out next week. I don't think, I mean, I think he would have moved to Florida even if DeSantis wasn't um, governor, because that, I mean, honestly, it's what all white people do. That's what, <laughs> There's that's no what income tax. white that's... people do from New York. They go to yeah. Florida. They got you whole know? neighborhoods of retired police down there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's, I mean, he didn't want to go to Texas. So he went to Florida. They're tax. I mean, you know, they're, you don't have any state tax. I don't think in, in, in those um, places. So, okay. I mean, you know, if it's, all, it's all about you and you'll probably hear that again. So, okay. I bet. But I'm sure, uh, like, like the move left thing, he didn't say it in front of the crowd. The woman said that he said it in front of the press. He didn't say it in front of the crowd. There's certain things, ladies and gentlemen, that you're going to hear him say at certain places. He's not going to say it in front of the people because he don't want to piss off the people. He don't want to put, uh, piss off Trump supporters. Well, and and to clarify, because I'm seeing a couple people in the chat say, "Oh, you're you're wrong." Ron DeSantis's positions are clear. Trump's art. Here's my challenge. Here is my challenge for anybody that feels that way. Don't take my word for it. RonDeSantis.com is his campaign website. Donald Trump has his campaign website. Go on the two and compare the spelled out policy positions. You will find there are zero on Ron DeSantis's campaign website, and there are a ton on President Trump's. That's the point. If Ron De and Ron DeSantis is going to speak in glittering generalities, they call him, where he uses fluffy words and like, oh, we need to stop the whatever, like stop woke. Well, how are you going to do that? Well, he's not going to spell that out because you're not going to like it. And just to be clear. In the state of Florida, you do not have Second Amendment rights. Right. Right. Because of Governor DeSantis. Red flag. 
You know, um, <laughs> wait a minute, hold on. Let me let me make sure. Uh, make sure I can. Yeah, um, I do. I do have this, and if there's one thing that I noticed four years ago, all all the way up and before is the is the um, I call it intim well, um, in not intimidate, but um, imitate the imitation of Donald Trump has gotten Ron DeSantis where he is right now. That I mean, that's that's just the god awful truth. The imitation of Donald Trump, fellow citizens. America's comeback starts right now. Our great American comeback starts by sending Joe Biden back to his basement in Delaware. Yeah. Um, both of them. <clears throat> if it were not for Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis would not be where he is right now. And you could tell in that clip alone, you can tell the difference between a man expressing his own thoughts yeah. and another man trying to express somebody else's thoughts because what they do is they emphasize on the soundbite. If you listen to Donald Trump, he just made it a sentence. It was just a statement. The great American comeback starts right now with DeSantis. Put Joe Biden back down in his basement in Delaware. Mm -hmm. That was in bold yeah. on the printed out thing he was supposed to say. Yeah. It's funny. You can see right through it. Yep. Well, and and here's the thing. I mean, just for people who want to support Ron DeSantis, we still love you. We still like watch the show. I ain't got no. Like, I love I, you. I, I love you. Sweet. You yeah. know, there were people that supported Mitt Romney that thought he would be a great president. There were people that thought Why Bush bring was that up? a great president. <laughs> Wait a minute. You had to Wait. do that. I mean, now, <laughs> that's like I got, a shot dart. I got that damn Romney sign in my garage. I got to figure out what to do with. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, we've all fallen for it, like myself included. And and if like you can look back and go, yeah, boy, we were boy, the country's in so much worse shape because we didn't get old Mitt Romney. Like, that's Ron DeSantis, you know, call him, you know, Bush Light. Yeah, take a shower, he, is, man. he is Bush the third, you know, like, hey, we want Jeb back in there. Well, we, we can't get Jeb. He's retired, but we can get Ron DeSantis. You, you that hurt. Now, 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 I feel so uh, unclean. Yeah. You would do it. Project to get Judges are a priority. For, and honestly, honestly we have businesses that have been locked down and lives destroyed for over a year, basically say many no COVID vaccine passports made in, in China, China and shipped Russia here. And Why would we want so many doing? important things? Can we take them? To, to us be at the whim of they China? Man, without no, Donald no, Trump, no dignity, no dignity. <laughs> wow, that's that's wow, that's cringe level 10. I, it, it is, is man. It is, <laughs> but like I, I mean, said, if you guys want to vote for that, like go for it, we'll still love you. Like, just don't yeah. give me any political advice, yeah. Like, that's <laughs> I mean, one of my best friends voted for Joe Biden. Like, I've known him 20 years. He was best man in my wedding. I was best man in his. And, like, every time I see him, I'm like, dude, you owe me gas money. Like, you owe me a lot of gas How money. How many times did he vote for him? Uh, he vote well, yeah, Joe. But he's alive, so I only got to vote for him once. And he votes in person, so. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I just, you know, I'll go back, I'll go back to the sensitive feeling thing going on. Um, there was a young lady uh, that I responded to right before the show. Uh, we, we've had her on the show a couple of years ago. And I actually, actually said, uh, you've been going off the rails for a couple of years now. I mean, me and you need to have a talk. But um, she said that she's undecided on Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. Uh, it's one thing I've never been. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not undecided on anything. I fell for it. And the thing says, well, I responded to her. I was like, undecided means you're leaning DeSantis. And I said, we need to have a talk, little sister. You've strayed for a long time now. Um, but she said, Kaylee was one of the greatest talents in the Trump administration. He knows it. We know it. And conservative-leaning suburban females know it. That there, you, that She told on herself right there. Exactly. Because, because there, I also, I also responded to her with this one. Uh, suburban women voters and online echo chambers are very different. And it boggles my mind how y'all keep making the connection. Suburban, I mean, everybody is not on social media. Just, just because, just because many of you are on, nobody on this panel, correct me if I'm wrong, nobody on this panel is on social media 24-7. No. We're not, no, we don't, we got families, we got lives lit. On Fridays, we give y'all off. On Saturday, you can do whatever the hell you want to. Sunday, <coughs> sort of ease back into it because Monday we got a show. Right. Okay. So, but if you think that suburban women are going to, if 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 you think a lot of suburban women know who Kaylee Meganani is, no, they don't. They, they they don't do it. You have to be plugged into politics to know who is. Who is who? And everybody's not plugged into politics. I put out another tweet earlier. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but many people uh, doesn't it seem that many people in the country that is out of politics, out of most of the country that is right. out of politics, they're more calm and sensible. They're the normies. They aren't fussing. They aren't arguing. They aren't yelling. They aren't gossiping. And they aren't setting each other up to fail. And they're not hiding opportunities for, for others to succeed. That's politics, baby. That's politics. I did want to... <laughs> I did want to... Uh, Chick-fil-A is in... Uh, oh, <laughs> how are we going to lose Chick-fil-A? Come on, man. They're gone. <laughs> They're gone. Sorry. Chick-fil-A is in the is in the news. Um did y'all did y'all see the video of the Chick-fil-A guy? Uh, the Chick-fil-A CEO, as a matter of fact. I heard it. I didn't see a video. Let me um let me pull that up in just a second. I gotta I'll get your shine box. So Chick-fil-A, for those who didn't hear, just are hiring a senior executive of diversity equity and inclusion it's in their policy they have a section right well you know what too i heard that um i heard that walmart really see 
a lot of people think Walmart worries about um, the consumer, but they don't. They worry about making money. They worry about making money. And right now, they worry about the CEI. I, um, I remember somebody was, uh, I was looking at yesterday. It's it's a score. It's a score where investors give money and stuff. You to, know, the, the investors that are backing Ron DeSantis, those guys? Yeah. That's who Wayne's talking about. Yep. Yeah. The guys they that give, are funding DeSantis. They give scores to companies. Social and you want to be in the top tier of that. When you fall out of that, then that's your issue. But they don't worry about the consumers and stuff like that. That's why these companies all do this, because they can't get money. They can't get capital if they don't have that score. Yeah, I think it's called their DEI score, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Social credit score. Right. It's just another name for social credit score. Um, This is... um, This is... (laughs) Really, there's two edges to it. There's the DEI and there's the ESG. Right. The Green New Deal. That's the what. Right. This this is how you put something that people don't want on them. Yeah. This is how you force it on them. This This is how one plus one equals seven. This is uh, the CEO of Chick-fil-A. Closing moments here, but a story that was shared with me by a dear friend who shared with me about a revival that was taking place at a church in Texas. And uh, at that revival on the front seat was an older African-American young, uh, older African-American man, man that was sitting there. And this young man got up that uh, was there in that service, and he'd been so gripped with conviction about the racism that was in that local community in a small town in Texas that he, he took a, uh, a shoe brush and he walked over to this elderly gentleman and he knelt on his knees and began to shine his shoes. And uh, tears began to flow uh, in that service. Uh, it was an attitude of, uh, of conviction. So I, I invite folks to just to, to put some words to action here. Oh, and if we need to find somebody that needs to have their shoe shine, oh, we need to just God. go right on over and shine their shoes. And uh, whether they got tennis shoes on or not, maybe they got sandals on, it really doesn't matter. But there, there's a time in which we need to have, you know, some, some personal Make it stop. action here. Maybe we need to give them a hug, too. <laughs> oh. brother. And, some, and, some, and some stock in Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I bought about 1,500 of these, and I gave all our Chick-fil-A operators and staff oh a number God. of years ago. And uh, so any expressions of a contrite heart, of a sense of humility, a sense of shame, a sense of embarrassment, uh, begin with an apologetic heart. I think that's. First off, and um, Jr. correct me if I'm wrong, but the Bible doesn't say shoes. It says washing of the saints feet. Wash your feet. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about shining on shoes. But um, I mean, you know, if that's if that's where he wants to go, that's where he wants to go. Well, yeah. Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts about that? I'm just glad that the churches down in Texas have shoe shine brushes in the pews, <laughs> so that guy could just like naturally grab it, like he didn't bring it. You know, it's that that makes me sick. You want to know what milk toast is? That's milk toast right there. Milk I was milk. gonna say this is a perversion of religion, and it horrifies me. Horrifies me. You, you know, it, it's like the whole washing of the feet from a religious standpoint is. 
like the servants of the church wash the feet of the people going to church as a sign of like nobody's above anybody else. At no point was it ever intended to be a racial thing. Like that's horrible. Like that was never meant to be a thing. It's like there were stories in the Bible of Jesus washing like poor people and crippled people's feet and that right. kind of thing. Right. But it was not a racial thing. And those men up on that stage, they were not poor, underprivileged, whatever. They seem to be fairly successful men. And it's kind of like the transgender stuff. And I'm going to go on a tangent here, but I got to go transmission on it if we're talking about it. <clears throat> I can sit next to a, a thief and an adulterer in church, and we can both worship Jesus. And I can I can sit next to many sinners in that church. Everybody in my church on Sunday is a sinner. I can sit next to a gay person. I can sit next to a transmission in church and we can all atone for our sins, but I cannot bring the gay person or the transmission up on stage and condone that any more than I would condone the person committing adultery. I'm not going to get somebody up there in adultery and say, we need to be more inclusive about adultery. Adultery is a sin. Don't do it. Like I can pray with you and we can work together, but where the church has lost it, is they're condoning this behavior. This is wrong, and that's the problem with religion. You can love people that sin, but that doesn't mean you need to normalize it or accept it as, as acceptable behavior. Here's my, pro here's my problem with it. You know, you got a guy, I'm Irish. I'm from Irish heritage, all right? You got a guy up there, a billionaire white guy, that's accepting guilt for me that I don't accept. I don't accept that guilt. I didn't do anything to anybody. Yep. You know, and that's just the way it is. And you, I'm not shining anybody's damn feet either. <laughs> you know, if he wants to do that, let him do that. But to make his company do that, when, when this is hundreds of years ago, when the whole world did it, if we're going to have the conversation, let's have the real conversation. And I've said a hundred times, you can't have that conversation in this country. No, you, right. you can't have the real origins of slavery who really captured the people who sold them, who got the money slave slave owners of every every race in this country you know that story's not being told you know you, they're 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 pushing a lie i'm not saying it wasn't it was terrible it was terrible that's why we fought the worst war in our history over it when you know, we were was, talking about race earlier there racism is a thing racism has happened you don't solve racism with more racism you know what i mean when or i by was eliminating school, history yeah, when I was in school, I remember like a like poor white dude, actually Native American is my greatest heritage. I can claim that. I didn't, but um, like you could have the United Negro College Fund. That's racist. Just like I can't start the United White Guy College Fund. Like, I don't think it's racist, but go ahead. Well, I mean, that's my opinion. I think no, that no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I mean, you can't I, separate, yeah. you can't give a scholarship based on race and expect that that's going to eventually result in racism going away. Like, it's never going to work that way. The, the only reason why I don't think that that part is racist is because the way that the government, uh, well, not the government, but the way that the scholarships were handed out or given out, because there is a good old boys network that runs through this country. About right, and and it's usually with the and 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 believe me, poor white families don't aren't part of this either. 
but there are a certain amount of families that get certain amount of things in this country. Do um it, it, especially if you put your name on look at a the gym. college, look at the college uh tuition forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mostly the people that are getting the forgiveness and stuff are, are part of the Biden. Right, are part of are part of the Biden administration. They aren't they aren't regular us or anything no, like that. Staff, congressional staffers and 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 go to college you, for 15 years. And if you really want to get down to it, I mean, if you really want to get into it, um, when you know, when you talk about the um, Negro College Fund, you go on some of these um, uh, 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 um, black um, colleges, um, historically um, black colleges that were set up by white um, um, uh, abolitionists uh, for for black students. They are so. I mean, I look at. a couple of the ones that I that my daughters go to now, I look on there. The buildings are old. The Wi-Fi is bad. The food is bad. It looks like like the land of time forgot on some of these places. And I know President Trump gave them billions. Of dollars. Where did that money go? Hmm. It's like where did that money go? I mean the. If the money is supposed to fix up the colleges and make the college better so that the students can learn better and whatnot, ain't it didn't filter down. So uh um now if uh, now if you do have a United uh, United Negro College Fund, if y'all have a white fund, and, and oh, well the white fund is um go fund me because just as soon as something happens to somebody. They get millions quick. They get hundreds of thousand dollars quick. Um, you know, <laughs> and they don't even have to broadcast yeah. that stuff on TV. You put you know, that stuff on social media, you got a, like like 120, 130 anonymous people that are giving two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars in twenty four hours. People are getting like fifty thousand dollars, seventy five thousand dollars. But you know, you you said we've had the conversation several times over the years about the cities and the vote in the inner cities. Yeah. What was that name of that reverend that, that used to come on the show? Bryant? Yes. Is that the dude you were tweeting at the other day, Wayne? Yeah, Bryant. Yeah, no, no, Bryant. Um, Scott, Scott, you're talking about Scott, but not, not Darryl, Bryant. Bryant. Yeah. I, I remember several years ago, a guy was running for mayor of my city against an incumbent Democrat. And he was a bad candidate. The guy ended up moving to Israel. He was a, he was a prepper and whatnot. They called him the the uh, kosher prepper because he was a Jewish guy. But he's a friend of mine. Well, C.L. Bryant came to the AME, the biggest AME church in Pittsburgh, the black church in the Hill District, and stood up there and told that congregation that this guy over here, this Democrat, and everybody in his cabinet has received so-and-so million dollars of grants for this community. How much have you seen on the ground? And there was nothing happening on the ground. The buildings are vacant. It's it's, it's dangerous up there, mm-hmm. right, for anybody. And they voted overwhelmingly for this Democrat anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they rob him. The mayor that we got now, he's a black guy from the Urban Redevelopment Authority. He's the guy that was skimming the money. You know, they right. get these grants, and they don't give them the construction companies. They give them to right. this group, this URA. Yeah. And boom. $20 goes in it. and one goes out. 
if the black people wanted to take over America, they could literally do it in one generation. All they'd have to do, get rid of the drugs and crime, send every member of their family to trade schools, to truck schools, to all that. Within 15, 20 years, their standard of living go up immensely and they would be immeasurably valuable to the country. And they could take over the whole thing. And you look at what they've done to these people. Right. They've made it impossible for them to do that. Because right. I don't know how it is where you guys live, but you get a black guy in an inner city public school, let them start getting A's and see what happens to them. Right. So, you know, they uh, do everything they possibly can to keep them out of production, out of the general production. They, I mean, why do you think they put drugs in these communities so early? And they can't they're and shot they by the time them, they're 18. They convince them they can't do it. You know, and like my stepson, I love him to death, super proud of him. He was a screw up in school. He barely passed. We didn't know if you'd graduate high school. Two years out of school, the kid's making 30 some bucks an hour as a welder. He took a shit job overnights learning his craft. After six months, they actually sent him to school that they paid for. And now, like, we're so proud of what he's done. But there's a, a million of those kids in the communities that could have been just like Justin. But see the way, and, and thank you. Thank you. For, thank you all for saying this, but that's, but that's how I feel about, and I really can't say too much about it because I ain't white, but that's how I feel about white people. Right. If y'all banded together and y'all, and y'all, I mean, because y'all could have stopped this cancellation thing a long time ago. The but, truck drivers could have, <laughs> but many of your leaders, Many of the leaders up there, they just punt it. They just punted it. I think you're seeing a change, though, Wayne. I do. Uh, and, I mean, and I'm not, I I'm not saying, well, I'm and not saying, you, listen, I'm not saying, but, yeah. I'm not saying that Bud Light is a white-black thing. But I think that's the first time that a lot of adults in this country, it, it doesn't have to be white and black, but I think a lot of white people are seeing that Bud Light and that Target thing going, damn, we got something here. Right. Because well, it's never I mean, happened before in my life. But and I think it's your normies. Normies are in the normies are out there and they're like, why the heck is Bud Light on a tranny or got a tranny on it? But see, I but I see that more on the political side. I don't see that on the regular side because the regular side don't give a crap. Oh, uh, I mean, the, you're right about the that. The political There's side a, does. And 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 where um now with now with the Bud Light thing, like you said, um, the um, on the normies. Now, I mean, I'm, I want to say this right. Um, it's just to me, in looking at it through a my glass, the way that I see it, I see it is that. Uh, oh man, yeah. I mean, again. I, I don't want to say it, Wayne. I'm going to hurt nobody's feelings. I know. I know. Well, no. You have, right, 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 right. I, I know it's not going to hurt y'all's feelings, but um, it's just that the country doesn't want the majority of the country, just like the, just like the blacks didn't want the gay marriage in California, the majority of the country does not want this transmission thing on the drag show uh, thing, to grow, even though it's growing. Uh, Christy Nome just came out 
as governor of um, South Carolina says, no more North drag Dakota. shows. Dakota. North Dakota? Yeah. One of, one of the Dakotas, not Carolina. Yeah. Uh, she she can't say no more drag shows in the colleges or um, schools and whatnot. Uh, I didn't even know that they were doing drag shows in the military. How should Let that alone, even be a conversation? Let alone the government, our U.S. government, funding 12 drag shows in Ecuador. A lot of them single people over there. <laughs> you know, but I think it's more of a political movement than it is a regular movement. Okay. For now. Oh, I do too. I, I mean, uh, for it to be a national movement. It's a CCP move. Yeah. Yeah. We'll CCP. have to ask her about that on, on Thursday. Yeah. How connected are they with the, with the LGBTQEIEIO movement? E-I-E-I-O. Well, that's I mean, next. That's next. Well, lady boys. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast. I have. I have. T- I, I, I mean, I know y'all will agree with me. I, we, have, we have two of the best conservative voices out there that should be a Three whole lot louder. Well, Chump, let me finish. Um. I was going to say, Wayne's leaving me out. I'm good with that. I'm a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> we have two of the best conservative voices out there that should I, that should be out uh, on a bigger scale. And I'm talking about Hutch and Jr. They uh, they are passionate about the United States of America. They're passionate about uh, the American people and the voters. And if you haven't seen that by this time, then you then you don't want to see it. You you purposely don't want to see it. And, you know, just happy that they're on the show. We'll be back. We, we will be back tomorrow here on Red Voice Media Network uh, from 7 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But we're getting ready to roll out of here. We got some things to do with our families and stuff. We got some work to do. And I guess today they're supposed to be voting on the debt bill. So is that today? Tonight? Yes, this afternoon. So that means that there's going to be, JR, there's going to be some um, speeches. Yep. Collect and whatnot. Um, make sure that you tune in to however you want to tune into it. But uh, it's probably going to pass. And then it's going to the Senate. And Schumer's like, <laughs> we'll get it passed quick. That's right. We'll get it passed quick. That. So it's uh, it'll probably be signed tomorrow or Friday, and there you go. Let's watch what Chip Roy in the House Caucus is going to do with Speaker McCarthy afterwards. Byron Donner, shut up, boys. Byron exactly. Jr., give me some last thoughts. I'm going to give you one last thought, folks. Well, other than hey, thanks for tuning in. Make sure, as always, like, comment, share. It helps beat the algorithm. Uh, so. Uh, during the show, somebody had sent me a tweet. Uh, Dennis Skumov uh, from Ukraine just announced, proudly announced, that Ukraine just received $1.4 billion from the United States for grants to support various programs. Tell me again about the debt ceiling. Tell me how regular Americans are getting screwed over. Yeah, they're doing it right in front of you, folks. Over to you, Hutch. Yeah, uh, have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow to wrap this thing up. And... Uh... Wow. 
Unreal. More money to, to Ukraine. That's great. That's great. $1.25 billion. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got to go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.